Hello, this is Brother Chris, this is the Swap Meet. Welcome this fine Wednesday morning, very excited to have an awesome guest here in the studio with me, Romanowski. Yeah, good morning, I don't think my mic's on, let's find this out, test one, two, can you hear me? Yes, hello. <laughs> Sounded like, I, I think we can hear you. Alright, good. I think we're good, awesome man, thank you so much for joining us here in the studio today. Right on, right on, thank um, you. As you know. As we have spoken about this, the, the show is thrift store, flea market, and swap meet finds, and I already 
have seen a taste of what you've brought with with you. I'm excited to hear you share some things. Man, I'm excited too. <laughs> Trying to wake up here. We're gonna start out a little bit mellow, so we're gonna build ourselves into a little frenzy by noon. Okay, yeah, we will. <laughs> yes, frenzy is a, a great adjective to describe the swap meet. We usually work ourselves up into a frenzy. So, um, yeah, man. Well, so let's just go right into uh, playing some records. How about that? And then we'll stop and we'll talk a little bit about records and whatnot and all the uh, cool shit that you do. All right, man. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Uh, you're listening to the Swap Meet. This is BFF.FM. We've got special guest Romanowski, and he's about to play some cool tunes for y'all. Talk to you later.
plate The faucet keeps it dripping and I can't sleep Bloop, bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, bleep I wonder where to go to buy a car cheap
Hello. Get a little mic check there, uh, Romanowski. Test, test, one, two. It doesn't look like Try that again. Test, test, one, two. I don't know what's going on, man. One, two, one, two. There it is. Is it here? I think it did, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> it's not three, right? Try that again on three. One, two. No, it's definitely two. All right. Working out our, our mic situations here, everybody. Here on the swap meet on BFF.FM. Guest host, Romanowski. Playing lots of cool records found mostly in thrift store and flea markets. You're telling me like, you know, thrift store in Concord, thrift store in Fremont. Yeah, thrift store all over the bay. <laughs> I, I love it, man. Yeah. Um, great. So uh, how about I uh, just got to talk. I'll just say the song, the records that you played. Yeah. And then you jump in and say something. How about that? Yeah. All right. So we just ended before that. Where the last song we heard was uh, Scorpio from the Sudden Impact uh, comp of all the Dirty Harry movies. That's right. Well, it's a Lalo Schifrin, right? Yep. And uh, then before that, we had Eddie Harris's Excursions from the album Excursions. We had Turbulence. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that we're talking about that sample from uh, Dr. Octagon? Yes, that's right. By that's Shadow? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Never Dug Disco. Uh, where he DJ Kubert actually cuts up uh, Chuck D's vocals over that part in the beginning with the drums, of course. Sick. It's nice. You know those dudes? You met those guys? I met yeah most people over the years, and I don't think that was Shadow. That was uh, Dan Nakamura, no? Oh, uh, Automator. You're right. Automator. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, Shadow's not a part of that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, and then before that, oh, um, Cleveland Eaton's uh, Slipping Into Darkness oh, cover of uh, War. That's nice, yeah, very nice drum recordings on there. It's overall, very good version, I think. I found that one in a thrift shop in Concord, like in early 90s. I walked in and they had all these rare jazz funk records from a radio station that must have gone out of business or something uh-huh. and had ksmj or something like yeah, that. yeah 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 so some history there <laughs> that's the way to do it that's awesome man and it's funny that it just ends up at uh i guess nowadays i don't know if a, if, a, if a radio station went out of business i don't i don't know if they would put just take the records to goodwill i mean maybe depends what it was yeah, you know you who de- it was is, is. it's crazy um, all right, and then before that we had um, oh the less less James trio with a track called Joe's Thing from an album called Alive. Yeah, that's a weird record too. I found that one at the Goodwill on Hate Street. Um, the label, uh, I think it's Century Twenty. That's uh, where they used to drive around California. You could hire them. They they come record your set and then they print records for you. So there's all kinds of weird records out there from high school records to what we just heard. And, yeah, and everything in between. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with the with the label. I'm a big fan of like uh, I pick up high school records often because oh, yeah. Yeah, I like too. the weird like covers and stuff. Um, play those when I get a chance, and they sell pretty well too because yeah. people people are interested. Well, in those. it was after Shadow. Speaking of Shadow, now put yeah. out that high school uh, <laughs> comp. A few yeah, years ago. yeah, it's like that, and and then also what that private press thing made everyone buy private press of records course. too. <laughs> you know, or anything if you have collected stuff for over thirty years, anything you haven't seen, you know. Yeah. Most likely that would be private press at that point, or weird imports or South American records, or you know stuff yeah. you don't get your hands on every day. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, and then what, before that was uh, Luis Enrique from um, the album was called Bara Limpa and uh, the track was called Listen to Me. Yeah, so. Listen to Me, some verbs, nice, very nice. Yeah, like a lyrics. Brazilian bossa nova stuff. Yeah. I saw they had a cover of uh, Maz Quenada on yeah. there. So I, I'd never heard of that guy, but uh, it's, that's definitely that bossa sound that yeah, was popular. Nice. Beautiful. 
And then Gary McFarland's with uh, Bloop Bleep yeah. from the InSound. Yeah, it's very nice. Just got that last week up north when I was in Grass Valley. Somebody got rid of a bunch of jazz records. That was one of them. That was up in Grass Valley? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just somebody was getting rid of them? Or was it I was at a thrift shop and All somebody right. must have donated his little collection, you know? Yeah, nice. There was an old man before me in there, so he had a whole stack in his hand. So uh, and I was waiting for him to, you know past somebody doesn't want to get but then he started taking out the loop uh-huh. and looked at every cover for about 10-15 minutes so yeah. it's like I screwed it so I went to have lunch <laughs> and I came back to this place was again was he still there? And he was still there but he, had, he was down to his last two or three records and so I went back and, and grabbed another stack of stuff he left behind so yeah, yeah. it was cool that's <laughs> funny I, I that that situation that you describe I've been in that situation many a times yeah. where these are just like analyzing records I was selling records this past weekend and it amazed me that There'd be people who'd come up to my records and would like pull out like, you know, 10 records and look at every single one and like put their finger on it really close to see if they can feel the scratch, you know, spend like a long, they were like at the, at my booth for like 20 minutes and then, and then they'd be like, okay, cool. Thanks. And they'd be gone. Yeah. So like, like record collectors is a special bunch. Same like with comic book collectors and one, mm-hmm. of course there's a little bit nerd behind it, but sometimes there's a little bit mental nerd behind yeah. it too. So <laughs> because people collect for different reasons. There's some people who need a near mint or mint collection and yeah. everything in, uh, in plastic sleeves and on the shelf, but they will never listen to that record. Yeah. He's just a completist or a finalist. So that's one way of collecting. Yeah. Or oh, this guy, we said, touching the record. That was his interaction with David Humans, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, very cool. All right. So um, I got a, a couple questions I want to ask you. Well, first of all, I want to say, uh, I just want to talk about your uh, art show that you got going on at 111 Minna. Yeah. Um, I just dropped by there. It's uh, it's awesome. I suggest anyone who gets a chance to drop by there. 111 Minna is so cool, too, because that place has been around. 25 years. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. I've been down almost since day one. I mean, I loved all the stuff they've done over the years. I've done parties over there, art shows. Uh-huh. They uh-huh. were always, you know, did it right from the beginning on, mixing art and music yeah. and culture. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And uh, I mean, you got some giant pieces over there right now too. Yeah, I took over the whole gallery, so both sides are filled up with my stuff. Yeah, so it's a little bit of retrospective too. So there's a lot of new work, but I also want to do highlight and show mm-hmm. different stuff I've done over the years, like collage, woodwork, metal work, and my music, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, super cool. Do you know how long it's going to be up? Um, it's going to come down April 26th. We're going to do a closing party from 6 to 10, happy hour style. Nice. Um, I'm gonna, probably going to DJ for Great. that. Um, that's going to be our closing party for that April 26th. Put it in your book, 6 to 10, 111 Mena. Nice. I'm there. That's awesome. Right on. That sounds super cool. But yeah, check it out. Uh, pretty amazing stuff the, the, especially the big pieces the horse you did you make no, that I did horse not. It's, it's i was like what's going on that's uh, I, I need a bigger uh, studio for that but 111 men have bought had these horses for years i guess they, okay they bought that from a collection so each yeah. time people asking is you know, that yours no it's not <laughs> i know it's the best thing in there <laughs> no it's not because the best thing i think the best thing is that the um it's a the the big mannequin that's yeah. up up there. Well, that I did huge. that because they asked me if I would do something that would kind of go with the horses. Nobody ever uh, tried to collaborate with the horses, okay. so I said I'm going to collaborate with the horse. And that did. I got my little uh, art warrior. His name is uh, Anar- Anarski. Okay, Anarski. Anarski. I like that. Uh, uh, good. Uh, you know what a sign of a great artist being able to collaborate with a, a horse, yeah, right? With I a mean, dead horse. <laughs> Um, all right, so um, we're finishing up this uh, tune for our background music. Let's uh, we'll just kind of jump back into it. Thanks, Roman, for being in here. Um, 
or Romanowski for coming in here and sharing records. Yeah, no problem. Let's talk a little more in a bit. Yeah, totally. All right. Um, I'm Brother Chris. This is BFF.FM. This is the Swap Meet. We're here, t- here till noon. We're going to play some more tunes. Talk to you later.
someone reaching out for sympathy Losing faith in human nature Feeling bad, getting sad Then come with me
las cinco de la mañana y ya amanece Juan Pachanga bien vestido aparece Todos en el barrio están descansando Y Juan Pachanga en silencio va pensando Que aunque en su vida es fiesta y ron, noche y rumba Su plante es falso igual que aquel amor que lo engañó y la luz del sol se ve alumbrando Y Juan Pachanga el mamito va penando Vestido a la última moda y perfumado Con zapato en colores yeye y ilustrados Los que encuentra en su camino los saludan ¡Amen! ¡Qué feliz es Juan Pachanga! Todos juran Pero llevan el alma el dolor de una traición Que solo calman los tragos Los tabacos y el tambor Y mientras la gente duerme Aparece Juan Pachanga con su pena Y amanece
Well, hello. Test one, two. Ah, uh, that's better. All right, much better, Mike. Yes. All right. Romanowski throwing down a bunch of tunes for us. This kind of little set, there was a, I noticed uh, while looking at the words that there was a, the uh, adjective funky was used yeah, a couple times. a little bit here and there. A little bit, a little bit of funky. <laughs> Sprinkle it in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we start all of that off with, um, after the, uh, from the Sudden Impact soundtrack, we went into Front Money by David Newman. Mm. And then uh, we went into Funky Monkey. Same same letters but different words. Yeah. By Chris Hill. Mm. Everything is everything. Yeah, a little bit more rock approach to it. Yeah, we went a little bit uh little little rocky we mm. went. Um Yeah, and that funky monkey is definitely I would say funky. Yeah. The way you expect it when you read it, right? Like what you said. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you notice when you're looking at records that, you know, you you immediately want to buy something that says it's funky. But then you listen to it, and it's, it's not, not funky. It's not funky. <laughs> <laughs> There's no debate about it. <laughs> what were they thinking? Yeah. I don't know. Not funky. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we went into uh, Reaching Out uh, by the Climax Blues Band, Sense of Direction. Mm-hmm. Definite funk rock break. Rock yeah. break on that. And then uh, Rim with uh, Funky Drummer, uh, Rim Arrives. Yep. And some funkiness. And guitar solo, you pointed out on there. Yeah, long. <laughs> <laughs> long guitar solo. And then we went into the Fania All-Stars uh, from the album Rhythm Machine, mm-hmm. uh, Juan Pachanga. That's nice. Fun. And then George Shearing's cover of Aquarius mm-hmm. from The Way We Are. And now we're listening to some Eddie Harris again. Yeah, so we can talk over this. It's nice. Yeah, that's great, man. Awesome. Um i got a couple questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the weirdest place that you... I'll, I'll give you two questions you can choose if it's hard to answer. Because I don't want to ask you a question mm. that's hard to answer. But like, uh, how easy to answer this question. Where's the weirdest place you've ever found a record? The weirdest place i yeah. ever found a record. Or most interesting place. Mm, I don't know if it's weird or interesting, but I remember... My first, one of my first 45s I got, we went to a school camp in Switzerland, was up in the mountains. And then the hostel we had, they had a jukebox. And somehow I figured out how to open up the back and come home with uh, Another One Bites the Dust (laughs) by Queen and some uh, New Wave 45s. (laughs) Nice. So, I mean, that sounds like kind of like they were stolen, maybe. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Wow. I'm better now. And first... (laughs) First of all, I didn't. I do. I mean, knowing that like Swiss uh, camps have uh, jukeboxes. Yeah, I didn't know either. So that's <laughs> we had a, a great dance. I waited pretty much towards the end of the uh, camp because we wanted to still dance to most of that music. Okay. So they would have they yeah. would have found out that best songs are gone. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Um, cool. That's that definitely sounds like an interesting <laughs> interesting place to find a record. I yeah. like that. Um, I'm gonna bring these levels down because I think I'm I'm bouncing. I'm getting too loud. Uh, another question: uh, How do you feel? And you started talking about this a little bit. How do you feel about scratchy records? I like to get this on the air. Um, you know, like you said, you sh- uh, your show is about finding stuff at thrift shops. There's a beauty behind it when you go spend ten, twenty dollars, pick up a bunch of stuff you never seen or maybe seen. Uh, not everything is always in the best condition, but 
I sometimes consider certain records as entry level. Yeah. So if you really love it, then you can still find it down the line in a clean form. You know. Now, if you're going to go out and DJ, you cannot play certain records that's too messed up because it just don't sound right. But you know. I've done some Jamaican nights where the pressing come like that already yeah, from Jamaica, yeah. so that's what it is. So compared True. to all the super digitally hi-fi cleaning oversound, I love the little bit crackling here and there. That's atmosphere. We call it the fireplace where you warm your hands and soul mm -hmm. up to it. Yeah, that's uh, it, that's the, exactly the way we feel about it here at the Swap Meet. Good, no. good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your, your music. You've done a lot of uh, mixes, which I'm going to say check out Romanowski's uh, page on Mixcloud. Pretty uh, easy to find. Yep, I have Mixcloud. There's about uh, 15 of my classic mixes I used to put out in the 90s and early 2000s. There's a lot of live DJ sets from different clubs. Uh, there's a little bit of everything. It's very eclectic. I have rock mixes, funk mixes, jazz mixes, uh, Latin jazz mixes, mix, 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 mixes, and the mix, 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 mix. Double mix, triple <laughs> mix. A bunch of mix. <laughs> That's nice. Um, and then you and then you have your own stuff that you produce, right? Yeah, I've been making music since early 90s. My first 12, uh, song came out on Society label in Germany. It was called Across the Panhandle. Um, I worked with a guy that literally... Uh, lived across the panhandle, I had to go every day, walk from Fell over to Oak, go upstairs and then we record this song. It was, um, that was the first thing I did and then I got my first gear, uh, 98, 99, started producing uh, and had some stuff coming out in Future Primitive Records, early 2000. Uh, that went on for a few years, then that label went under and I started my own label called Trouser Trout Records. I've uh, been putting out stuff since then. And I don't, I don't really want to own a record label in publishing, but you have to do that to the, these days, if you, unless you want to wait till somebody signs you and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But since everything changed digitally and whatnot, it's in the benefit of the artist a little bit because you can really control a lot of your outputs and how you would like to be heard. Cool. Do you... um? I know you DJ out a lot, but do you ever um, perform or play your own music? Um, I rarely DJ my own music, really. I've done like a record release party at the Independent for Future Primitive where I played at the drums and that my friends, you know, we tried yeah. to instrument some of the stuff. Um, I, then, I had a restaurant too for the past few years, I mean not past few, I worked on it for a long time, it was open for a few months, but we had a studio in there so we've been recording a lot of live stuff with great people from all over SF, so I'm kind of right now mixing some of that stuff down. Oh, so that sounds it, awesome, Yeah, love to hear that. Um, Alright, and then I guess... You talked a little bit about your production. Do you what gear do you use? I'm always interested. Well, in I started out with a Studio Vision. It was like a, a UMAX Power Clone. Like the Mac would allow other companies to build Mac on, on their platform and whatnot. Okay. And it was with an Akai S3000 sampler. So it was all MIDI oriented. I would push around bars with the sampler hooked up to it. And all that's kind of died in the past few years. It, the, the computer is just old and I never went and upgraded so I have a little bit of Pro Tools, a little bit um, machine but I really enjoy more playing music music these days with my friends. That, like once you go to that point sampling alone in your studio is kind of boring to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I hear you. That's yeah. cool, man. Very awesome. Yeah. All right, um, I think that's it for the uh, question. Oh, I, I do. Uh, what, are we, what are we at? We're at 11.23. We got a little bit. I'm asking you one more time. You've played so many DJ gigs. Yeah. Do you have like, do you have like a one that is like the most memorable or like the most, like the most amazing or 
the worst DJ gig ever. You have any of those? Oh, I'm sure the worst will still to come. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not to come. the best. <laughs> now, the, the, I had some interesting times. I mean, I got to play uh, one gig in Valencia, Spain, where I was up in the hills in the flamenco caves. Like, wow. uh, it was really interesting. So it went all night. Great wine, great hash, great people. Yeah. People were really appreciative of the music. Also, we did a gig out there where they said, yeah, you start at 4 a.m. till 8 a.m. Uh, who's going to yeah. do that? So we got there, club is empty, and all of a sudden, four something, the whole place fills up with all the people. And we went crazy till 8, 8 a.m. It was a nice little four hours of jam. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, and that's then the worst, I don't know, it's uh, probably some privileged people at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had to do corporate gigs? Do I've done a few here and there. Uh, last year, uh, Victoria's Secret asked me to come and DJ <laughs> a party for them, but they were adamant about that I only play like Camille Top 40. Yeah, and, yeah. and I said like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to do that. It's not why I got into uh, you know DJing. I'm sure they play some good music here and there. And I said like, I can make it adult sexy for you, you know, with yeah. good funk, soul, and hip hop too, but not, you know, what you expect. Yeah. And they put, you know, they didn't want that. No, that's weird. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. I mean, it'd be weird. Why would they even ask you in the first place? Yeah, like I don't know. They, yeah. Sometimes certain people have to like, okay, then we put a DJ here. It's like, you know, yeah. a, a formula like at this point. Like, and then we add a DJ and an acrobat, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's the good that's a good um, analogy. Well, think about it, DJ. You've been collecting for a while. I bet. Yeah. When did you start? Uh, pro about uh, about probably ninety three. Yeah, I'm probably ninety three. Okay, yeah. so you remember back in the day. People that went DJing, there's people actually who went collecting records that knew about music. There was no Shazam. There was no, if you like this, you would yeah. like that. So you actually would have to know about the music and study it and put it together right. Today, you put auto shuffle on and it's better than most DJs. So <laughs> yeah, like the whole mystique of the DJ and yeah. it's yeah. gone a little bit out of the way, yeah. you know, which is okay too. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's been given to the masses now. It's we give, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's fine. It needs to be shared like that too. So I hope overall music will become better down the line because of this. Not worse, but better. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good outlook on it all. Yeah. Man. Cool. Well, um, again, I want to thank you for coming uh, coming in here so early, ten yeah. in the morning. Like I've said, I've asked other uh, DJs, mm. um, you know, to come out here, and uh, they've been like, "No, man, I can't do it. I just don't get up that early." Yeah, so, I don't usually either, but you know, keeps you honest. Like I said, and thank you for you know, pace, let me pace myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good night's sleep last night. Made sure I'm here and present a little bit. It's very much appreciated. <laughs> and um, now we've we've got pretty much about um, thirty five minutes to. Uh, whip ourselves up into a frenzy yeah now, uh, i think that's where we're headed Let's do something um it's yeah let me get over there and see what's All right. happening cool thank you uh romanowski right, thank uh, once you again uh you're listening to bff.fm um i'm brother chris this is the swap meet nothing but thrift store and swap meet finds and uh we've got our special guest in here uh romanowski talking about uh djing the situation of of music nowadays and uh and life basically so uh thank you for listening and it's wednesday morning um and now uh, we're gonna get right back into the music again thank you so much for hanging out with us and being good people yes and we got this next track coming in
as fine as you can be Gave me babies Girl, we raised a family You stood by me When my world came down on me You reached out and grabbed my hand And said, I'm free Can't begin to tell you Why I gave her so much praise Full of passion All this girl she loved for days Never stopping Loving all so many ways You my soul, a part of me You turn me on
Short circuit. 
Hello. Hello. Here we are, uh, the swap meet. That's right. BFF.fm, special guest Romanowski. Mm-hmm. Throwing down all kinds of crazy tunes. And uh, I wish uh, I, we could share with the things that we were talking about, but I don't know if everyone would find them as exciting as I would, but I like talking about records. So <laughs> yes. I, I appreciate it, man. Um, let's, uh, I'm not quite sure where we started off with. I kind of lost track, but I think we, let's start off with that, that Aquarius cover by George Shearing. Yeah, that's a nice, uh, on MPS, uh, has nice drums, nice bass, nice everything on there. Beautiful recording. Mm. And then um, number 43 by Rocco. Yeah, I just found that again. I uh, went thrifting two weeks ago up north. Never seen that record. Uh, nice little fusion of rock, funk, and jazz, and yeah, a little bit of everything in there. Flute going off yeah, on flute that. Flute, too. Yeah. Gotta have jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Gordon's War, uh, Hot Wheels. Oh, that's classic B-Boy break. Uh, always good one to have. And then uh, a later Curtis Mayfield track from Heartbeat, What's My yes, Woman. Yes, that's a beautiful uh, song, really. Very strong with the bass line, so good. Yeah, the bass line with the synth on top of it. Yeah. Super sweet. And then uh, Are You Single from by Ara from a, a comp called Celebrate Black Music Month. Yeah, that's right. That's when the uh, record companies used to put out comps like this <laughs> back yeah. in the day. And, the, and then uh, we went into another track from Gordon's War, Super Shine Number 9 that's by... Sister Goose and the Ducklings. That's right. Little soul number. And then uh, Fidgety Feet, Let's Go Party. Yeah, sounded like some Casey and the Sunshine Band cover, uh, but it's not, I think. So I nice <laughs> little uh, sounds and keyboards and all that on there. Strong. <laughs> not, yeah, we're not, not quite sure, but yeah, that's the tricky thing about those uh, records that were like they were pressed for basically like dance studios so they yes. had music to play yes. dance to I mean that's a whole other genre like uh, high school records and whatnot yeah. that, where you can that's uh, dance studios who had originals out there so that's another thing you can look into it's yeah. like more <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go down that road you can you can do that yeah pre-aerobics uh, though <laughs> yeah pre, you don't want the jazzercises usually too much yeah I've actually found one interesting Chazza's aerobics record that had uh, good freestyle on it and uh, good disco. Uh, you know, don't good stuff can turn up anywhere. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah, and then, and then um, so yeah. Thanks again for coming in here, taking your time, and sharing all these awesome records, man. And uh, I really appreciate it. I had a good time. I hope you did too. Yeah, definitely. I'm always happy when I get to show uh, dollar records. That's the best, I think. It is. It you is. don't have to have big budget or lots of money, uh, you know, to put a good record collection together. All you need is taste. <laughs> all you do, yeah. All you need is taste and, and a lot, like kind of patience, but not even patience all the time. Well, right? yeah, a little bit. I mean, you can't have a great collection with one week unless you're rich and then just order it online it's like it's an experience i mean each time you go out there there's hope you might find something sometimes you don't find anything and uh, that's okay too you mm-hmm. might find another nice thrift sweater or something instead. Yeah, <laughs> you know sh- never sh- any trip is lost for on um, thrifting and scoring like that and that's uh, that's very well said and that's a great way great way to kind of uh in the in the show cool. that's our kind of our motto here at the swap meet uh keep on searching out there and maybe you'll find a sweater that's right a good yeah. one <laughs> um so i'm brother chris this is romanowski that's been here you're listening to bff.fm the show is called the swap meet um, we've got about four more minutes, and uh, Romanowski, maybe you'll be able to drop two more, two more tracks. Uh, maybe see what I have two. left here. I didn't bring too much, but let's go. Let's right. find something. Cool. Thank you so All much. Right. Thank you for having me, Chris. Yeah, my pleasure, dude. And uh, while Roma gets that record uh, set up, I'm just going to uh, remind you all: um, April 26th 
is going to be the uh, co- closing party over at 111 Minna for um, Romanowski's show. Go out there and check it out if you uh, haven't already. And if you have, like I've seen it already, definitely go out there for that ending party because that's going to be fun. And Romanowski's going to be out there dropping some jams like he's dropping here. And um, we'll be back again next week, 10 to 12, BFF.FM. I'm Brother Chris, and this is The Swap Meet. six shots or only five well to tell you the truth i forgot myself in all this excitement but being as this is the 44 magnum the most powerful handgun in the world and it could blow your head clean off you have to ask yourself one question do i feel lucky well do you punk <laughs> <laughs>